0: Welcome, welcome to another edition of the WRC Chronicles. I want to thank each and every one of you that tunes in to listen to my podcast, which you can download and find on Anchor FM. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on iTunes. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. We got a really good show tonight. We're going to talk about, uh, you might be young today, but you're going to get old tomorrow. Ooh, you got to learn how to drink, folk. Yes, Lord. We, we got a message here for y'all tonight. So I want you to sit back, and enjoy the ride, because we're about to have some real conversation for real people. Thank you for joining me once again. This is the WRC Chronicles. Your host would be me, Wendy Rogers Curtis. Thank you again for tuning in and joining, um, whether it be morning, good morning, or evening, good afternoon, whichever one that you may be catching my voice. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. You just got through listening to the smooth sounds of jazz. And that title was called, actually, Taste of Jazz by City Lamar. Um, young man out here doing his thing, um, so please support. I'm sure you can find his latest album and it's entitled Taste of Jazz here on Spotify or Apple iTunes wherever music is sold so I'm glad that you all could join me tonight um we're going to talk briefly I don't know. Then again, it depends on what the spirit leads me, y'all. Y'all know I'm, I'm a big fanatic when I say the, the ancestors. So it's been on my mind for a little bit. And so we're going to talk about, um, you know, the the processes of when you're starting to get older and you're going to need somebody to take care of you. And, and so with the line of work that I do, I'm, now I'll start there. With the line of work that I do, You have to understand, I work in the medical field. I work with the elderly, seniors, you know, geriatrics, what have you. And so a lot of times I have to go out to these clients' homes. I may be doing an assessment, might actually be working, it just depends. But either way, it it doesn't really matter. Now, I have two situations where I really had to stop and look look at the whole picture for what it truly was. So I got clients, a um, early '80s, mid '80s couple, and from the male perspective, I I sat down and, you know, had a few giggles and laughs, what have you, because you know these people have history; they they have a lot of wisdom to share, and so we got to talking, and I was talking to the male. Because the, the female wasn't there. She had a doctor's appointment. So I was talking to him. And, you know, one conversation led to another. And he's very, hmm, animated, I think, would probably be somewhat of his personality. Um, I could tell, you know, judging from the, the type of work that he used to do, that, you know, he was always in, in a controlled environment. He was the boss. Um high-risk, because he was in enforcement, law enforcement. I won't say what level, but let's just put it this way. He was high-ranking and not as a police officer. He started off as a police officer, but he moved up the ranks. So it became federal, if you know what I mean. So in between the conversations, he pointed out that you know, he was like, he looks back over his life and he realizes, you know, a lot of things. And, and he, he kept making a reference, you know, but I knew that I wasn't the most attractive man. And uh, he says, but I had a talk game. And so I'm like, okay, and I'm, I'm steady listening. He's like, you know, again, I, I wasn't the most attractive, but I, I made it do what it do. So he was like, the women... He didn't understand how or why they would be attracted to him. But he figured, okay, you know, well, it it must have been something. Again, his talk game. So he had confidence is basically what he was saying. And so I asked him, I said, so did you take the bait a lot of the times? And he was like, of course. He said, I was curious. So he admitted, you know. Yeah, I did a lot of cheating when I was married, you know, and I was much younger. In my young days, I, I did. I cheated. I was curious. Exactly what he said. I was curious. I was interested. I needed to know, you know. He was from a certain part of the world, and, and, and he just felt like, you know what, I need to Experiment. Now, of course, the wife, you know, she's still doting on him. And, you know, she's doing all this extra. Uh, Him, he's the one who needed most care. The wife didn't, per se. Um, but I could sense whenever there was a a new face or a new female come around, I could sense her jealousy. Yeah, even at this age, jealousy. Um... Depending on, I guess, the female and, and her age and all those other good things, uh, I feel like she felt threatened by females coming into the house, you know, having to take care of her husband. Now, considering the fact, her being in his right mind, so there's nothing wrong with him mentally. Physically, there's a different story. But mentally, he's good, so he can flirt. He's he going to do whatever, whatever, whatever. But you can sense that the female aspect of this relationship. I wondered, and I even asked him myself. So, what made y'all's marriage last as long as it has? He said, because a lot of times I wasn't home, and that was like, wow. I wasn't home. I wasn't there. I didn't look at each. We didn't look at each other every day. And he said that in itself was probably the main reason why our relationship lasted as long as it did because i was a cheater (laughs) he was a cheater and i'm pretty sure she knew that he was a cheater she knew it but she dealt with it she got used to it and so now you know both of them in their 80s of course you got more life put behind you than you have in front of you. So I guess it's more or less, you know what, I'm gonna ride this thing all the way on out. Might as well. We done been together and we done been through all this, you know, infidelities. I might as well go on and hang on in there. And then I got another client. But I, I was just tickled at how he sat around and bragged about, yeah, I cheated. I was curious. And now here it is, them women that you cheated with, where are they now? Some may have crossed on over to the other side. Some probably, you know, in their 80s as well, and might need somebody to take care of them. But you didn't leave that wife. You didn't believe that, that for sure thing. But you sure did treat her kind of rough, and here she is. You know probably felt like well i haven't rolled this long i might as well continue on because that's what we do as women now my next one now with her hmm, same scenario they got married at a very young age uh she admitted that he did drugs he did alcohol he did quite a few things to her and she kept referencing you have to learn to forgive folk. Now, they're in their 60s, which means you're still kind of young. Really and truly, you're still kind of young, even being in your 60s. 60s nowadays is the new 40s. Real talk. Because there's a lot of people in their 60s getting around and doing a whole lot better than the, you know, some of the young folk. And the husband didn't take care of himself, and so now he's in his mid-60s, I want to say. And... He has dementia. He has dementia. He's, his speech is very limited. Um, his cognitive, you know, ref, reflects. He, he's somewhat still with us, but you can see that the the mind has deteriorated, because that's basically what happens when you, you have dementia. Alzheimer's, the same thing. Uh, But to be in your 60s. And so she had to quit her job in order to take care of him the last several years. She had to retire early so she could take care of him. Because, you know, this is how we brought up. And so I posed the question on my page today. And I was asking the ladies, what do you bring to the table other than sex to a relationship? And, of course, you know, you get your standard answers, yada, yada, yada. But I had to include in that conversation, don't leave out the fact that these men are not going to be young forever, that they will get old. And at the end of the day, once they start getting older, They're looking or need somebody. They want someone to take care of them. So that means that when you start reaching your 50s, 60s, and on up, you might want to be in a little better shape than some of us have been in. You might want to have treated that individual who's done hung in there with you all them years. You might want to think about how you've been treating them or how you treated them in your young in your youth. Because, see, the, the, the reality is that women, nine times out of ten, will outlive the male. And, and with that being said... That's a lot of responsibility. When you start reaching your 50s and 60s, you know, you're you, you, you starting to cruise into older age. Not, not necessarily you, you cruising and ready to die. But this is that time when you're supposed to start living life, enjoying life. You don't have to worry about raising children anymore. You don't even have to worry about getting pregnant and, and, and bearing children. You, you, all that is over and done. Now you got grandbabies if you're lucky and blessed to have them. Then, you know, at, at that age, this is about well, what can we do as a couple now that we not got the hard part over? Why Why we can't travel and, and, and do what we want to do, the stuff that we've been wanting to do forever? We want to walk around the house butt-ass naked. We can do that now. We don't have nobody in the home to, you know, that we got to cover up for. But a lot of you men, what you fail to realize is that you put that woman through hell. 20, 30, 40, 50 years of hell. And then your ass gets sick. And I'm sorry, but I I might cuss on this podcast. And when your ass gets sick, now you sitting there looking at her like it's her responsibility to take care of you. Mm, Mm-mm. Who going to take care of you when you done got sick? See, all that time when you was out there thoughting and bopping and and, and, and you was interested and curious about other women and this, that, and the third. And and now this woman done reached her 50s and 60s and she's looking at you like, I'm still having to walk around and carry this burden. I, I lived a good portion of my life miserable. Yes, I'm going to say it one more time. I I done lived the majority of my life miserable. When am I going to ever be happy? Now I got to be burdened down With raising you all over again Because see as we get older we go back Into in the start whether you want to admit to it or not And realize that you do kind of end up Going back into your childhood So you saw it aging backwards You know was it Benjamin Button with, with, with him it was the opposite But at reality because see you'll Start to get to the world you know you might have Bladder issues. You might have incontinence issues. There, there's you know a lot of things. And and unfortunately for some, if they end up catching you know the dementia or Alzheimer's, then you you start to become a child again, a baby. You you lose memory of how to take care of yourself. You know basic skills that you normally don't think about. Now you have to think about because you will start to forget. You will get caught up in a time error or whatever was your good. Good days and your bad days whatever you're going to be stuck there you're starting to become a child or baby again you won't be able to talk anymore you barely will understand what's being said to you so at the end of the day you know for this woman to have to keep reminding herself and reminding me that there, there's been a whole lot of hurt and pain and anguish that she done tolerated and been through because she kept making a reference that you know you got to learn to forgive people now she's sitting there and she does the of taking care of him you know 90 percent of the the care that's done is is done by her and, and of course she needs to break every so often we all do so she you know needs to go through an agency or what have you or find someone that that's able to come in and 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 sit with her husband even for her just to go to a doctor's appointment and it just you know amazes me that y'all men folk, especially when when you find that good thing, you you, you need to learn how to treat her right. I don't give a damn what what age you find her at. You need to learn to shut down some damn well and, and act like you got some sense because see you ain't gonna stay young forever. You 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 gonna get to a point where you gonna need somebody, and, and them children ain't gonna always be there to. Uh, do what they supposed to do because you know, especially in the African American community, it used to be a time that we would look after our elders, we would take care of our elders. Now we don't. We really don't. We we quick to throw your ass in a damn nursing home. And, and, and don't get me wrong, because others too too the clear people, the 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 colonizer, the white folk, whatever you want to call them, they are the number one uh, uh, people that will throw their their little ones in a damn nursing home and will not give two flying f's about them whatsoever. It's sad to say it, but I've seen it firsthand. As that parent is getting old and, and, and aging, they don't want to be responsible and have to do anything for them unless there's some money involved, and they working towards them hoping that daddy or mama that left some finances for them on down the road, so they waiting on their parents to go on ahead and die. It is what it is. I'm sorry to say such things, but it's the truth. And That's all the children is waiting on is for them to get them trust funds and, you know, what? the 401ks, if you had some, if you had some investments along the way, houses, whatever the case may be, that's what they do. They pass down generational wealth to their children. And the children is, feel so privileged that a lot of times they, they ain't really concerned about mom and daddy's health. They ain't concerned about that. Mm, they wait on mom and daddy to die. That's all they waiting on so they can get their hands on whatever that they feel is going to be left to them. That's all they care about is they waiting on mom and daddy to die. And then you got us in the African-American community. We'll hang on in there because the church done told us that, you know what, for better or for worse, for richer or poor, through sickness and through health. And so, therefore, we are trained to be nurturers. We are trained to be caregivers, even though that, you know, we don't went through hell and high water with most of you men folk at the end of the day. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm male bashing, but it is what it is. And I, I just have to sit down and say, some of you men, do you? You really appreciate the fact that you found your good thing do you appreciate the fact and understand that at some point in life you know that wine thing that penis I, I, I like to call it the wine thing. my uh, thing it, it ain't gonna work forever sweetheart and, and so at the end of the day you so busy being curious and seeing how well it can work and how well you can charm these females into getting some cooter you, you know the vagina the, I, I like to call it the cooter cat uh, uh, the cookies whatever you choose to call it That's fine, but you understand what I'm talking about. Man, at the end of the day, it's like, mm-hmm mm-mm. That thing ain't gonna work but so long, honey, cause you ain't took care of yourself during your youth. You ran around here and you just was a two dollar hoe. Some of you men folk need to understand that. And so now you you getting around and, and you got diabetes and, and, and your limbs and stuff is starting to, you know, rot off and, and, and unfortunately your health is really declining fast and you, you're losing what little bit of in the mindset that you did have and, and and you can't get up and move around. You got to depend on somebody else. And, and you never stop to apologize to that woman not one time and say, baby, I'm sorry for all the things that I took you through. And, and you still remain loyal and faithful to me, even though I treated you like you wasn't nobody. I treated you like you was a second-class citizen. But at the end of the day, here's the, what the society has told us. That, you know what? You got to put up with me until I go on to the other side. You you got to just put your life on hold once again for me till I go to the other side. And, and I'm sorry, and, and you supposed to sit there and forgive and forget everything that I ever did to you. You know, forget the fact that I probably put my hands on you more than one time. Mm, Shovelemon oh, uh, 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 Forget the fact that I probably cussed you out one way and and down the other. Oh yeah, honey. Cause see, some of y'all is terrible with that mouth. Oh, but when you got sick, all of a sudden you know my name now. You you re- you remember my name now. You you went to calling out my name now because you need a drink of water. You need me to you know change your bed pans and empty out the urinals. Uh, you need me to make sure that you get your medication on time every day. You need me. So now all of a sudden, now you remember my name and, and, and you want me to forget about all of those things over the years that you've done to me, that you have convinced me of that I'm nobody, that I'm just really your servant. Mm, 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 mm. And, and I'm supposed to be miserable with you and have allowed you to do whatever you want to do to me all this time. Ooh, we, them tables sure do turn, don't they? Y'all better appreciate people While you have an opportunity to appreciate them If you find somebody That's willing to tolerate you Ooh good God Even just for one day You you might want to think twice About how you're going to treat them in the future you, you, you need to think about You know what If God grants me the time and the wisdom I, I need to do better by folk Yeah I do Because I don't never know whose hands I'm going to need to help pull me up To stand up right I don't never know whose hands I'm going to need to grab me a glass of water and and, and help me to drink that water. I I don't know whose hands I'm going to need to help feed me. I I don't know whose hands I'm going to need to help change my bottom, wash my bottom, because I can't wash it no more. It's just a limp limb laying there. It don't serve no purpose no more. And and all I can do is sit back and just relish in the memories of what I had and and how I mistreated you along the way. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. See, y'all, y'all better learn something today. You better learn how to treat folk because uh, you just don't never know what life is going to give you at the end. If you bless long enough to see the end, to get into old age, because if you live long enough, trust me, you will go through something. Your health will eventually start to decline. You will start getting in the process of transferring from one existence to the next. It's inevitable, honey, because we all going to leave this earth one way or the other. We just don't know how. So if you listen to my voice, what I'm trying to tell you, while you have youth and common sense, if you ain't got nothing else, start taking care of yourselves, honey. Start taking care of yourselves mentally. Start taking care of yourselves physically, emotionally. Because at the end of the day you want to be able to have as much memory mm, uh, you, you want to be able to do as much as possible for thyself and, and not feel as though you were burdened when everybody's out enjoying life and you confined in the house and now you you depending on that wife or that husband to take care of you and, and some will and some won't But you don't want them to have regrets. You want them to be able to continue to enjoy somewhat of their life as well. It's not fair to you to snatch all their life away from them. Learn how to treat folks So when you get to these stages It it won't make them feel like Oh God, it's another burden I can't wait for something to go on and happen So I can live and be happy I don't have to be responsible for somebody else I I, I ain't got to nurture and care And and do all this extra I can finally breathe And I I can do what I've been wanting to do all my life But because I've been told That this is what I was brought on this earth To do is to serve a man and take care of a man that I never thought that I needed somebody to remind me that I got to be taken care of too. And I deserve to be happy sometime. I shouldn't have to go through hell and high water with a man or a female, depending on which gender you might be, in order to be happy. In order to be somebody, oh no, I, I, I shouldn't have to go through all that. Sometimes we just have to find that, 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 that inner voice and say, you know what, I, 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 I got to be free. I, I, I can't allow mental abuse. I can't allow physical abuse. I, I can't allow emotional abuse. I, I, I'm tired of getting down on my knees at, at such a young age having to talk to God and tell him that I need you to, you know, remind me I need to forgive somebody. Now, you need to learn when love is no longer being served. I don't give a damn what age or what stage of the game you in. You need to be able to say, you know what? I got to walk away. I got to walk away, and I got to find my happiness. If that person ain't bringing you happiness, trust me. And especially when your youth and vibrant years, what you think they are gonna give you when you get old? Think about it. So if you ain't been happy They, they, they don't care They haven't tried and, and, and they don't appreciate you During those the years When they can do for themselves They ain't going to appreciate you When they get to the point They can't do for themselves They're going to make you feel like It's an obligation It's an obligation And that's a sad existence But You know, the thing that that we sometimes fail to understand about in life. You should always be cautious and understanding and understand the assignment on two things. Who you choose to marry and who you choose to have children with. Because trust me, whether it shows up in the early years or latter years, Those are very important things that you need to have an understanding about before you decide to marry up with someone. And by the time you get ready to marry up with them, think about before you have children to bond them to you. And that's real. So I want to thank everybody that tuned in tonight. Thank you. or this morning, like I said, whenever you choose to listen to this, this is afternoon for me. However, thank you again for the support; I appreciate it. Um, you can catch this iPod, uh, this this podcast. Excuse me. You can find this podcast on Spotify. You can find me on uh, Apple Tunes, Apple iTunes, uh, Google Podcast, Anchor FM. You can find me. Pretty much wherever you can find podcast, and again, I want to thank each and every one of you that tunes in every week to uh, listen to my commentaries. Um, very soon, hopefully in the next week to two weeks, I'll be having some guests come on, and we'll be you know discussing some new issues, uh, real people, real conversations. It's real talk. Thank you again for joining me on the WRC. Chronicles live you all have a wonderful week and until next time please stay safe deuces y'all know I just couldn't leave you hanging I got to give you something to listen to on your way and so I'm gonna give you another feature song from City Lamar and this song is entitled uh, kiss of the breeze and you can find this track on Spotify, and Apple iTunes. So please join in and listen and relax. Get your glass of wine and relax the rest of the night or the day. Get your mind right, whatever. But do it to these, mm, I think I like this one. This one might be a personal favorite, and I hope it will become a personal favorite for you as well. Again, it's by the Lamar, and it's featuring Aubrey in The Rhythm, and it's called Kiss of the Breeze. I hope you'll enjoy. Y'all have a great night, a great weekend. I also want to give out a shout to A&T. You know, this is their homecoming. Um, so you know that Aggie, pride. Yep, yep. Greatest homecoming on earth. So y'all be safe out there this weekend. I'm going to turn up just a tad bit. Who knows where I'm going to pop up at. But I'm going to be out there in them streets. But y'all have a wonderful evening, wonderful rest of the week, and I'll see you next week.